So hello and welcome back to the Rough Train Edit podcast. It is that time of year again. We made it. We are here, finally. And I'm here finally with Mr. Nigel House. Nigel, welcome back to the podcast. It's good to be back. I've missed I've missed it. I've seen you obviously, Em, but um yeah, I've missed doing these podcasts. I enjoy doing them, but good yeah. to be back. Yeah, it's definitely been a while, but we've uh kind of soldiered on and managed to keep recording in the cupboard under my stairs solely with myself but um it's nice to be back chatting to somebody um about music on a podcast feels good it's been a a crazy wild ride of a year very difficult in places obviously there's been a lot of positives as well but it's been a funny old road yeah, I mean, it's been such a strange year, but I mean, it just, I think it's shown the importance of music. It really helps me get by, I know that. And um, it's been a great year. There's been some great records this year. And I think, you know, it shows up in our top 10. It's a, it's a, I think it's an amazing top 10 this year. Yeah, 100%. And like you say, it kind of totally reflects that kind of medicinal element of music that's kind of helped everybody kind of stay a bit buoyant in these times. Yeah. Um, Cool. So just, I guess, for anybody who is new to our list or maybe new to Rough Trade, should we just kind of describe how we select our albums of the year and what the kind of list represents? I mean, our chart every year, it's not just on based on sales. It's really based on what we love in the shop. And so some of our albums in the top 100 aren't the, you know, the best sellers but they are albums that we think everybody should know about and should love i guess we can always describe it probably best as they are just our favorites like the yeah. albums that have been kind of loved um and kind of lauded by our staff customers and kind of friends of rough trade um and yeah as usual we've got a 100 strong list led of course by our top 10 and that is what we're going to take everybody through today in at number 10 we have the wonderful running black Elks coastal fever who I have to admit, this is their second appearance in our top 10 in the last three years. <laughs> yes. They're in, in 2018. And I have to say, because I did albums of the year of the decade at the end of last year, so I was going through all of our top 10 lists for like the last 10 years. There aren't many people that have appeared in twice, so that's quite an accolade, so congrats to them. Um, yes. <laughs> but the album this year was, of course, Sideways to New Italy, uh, a brilliant kind of summer record, as you'd expect from them. Um, and yeah, it's just a, a real sun-soaked triumph, um, really groovy. And, you know, they're no stranger to Rough Trade, as I've said. We've been kind of mega fans since they first put out that wonderful French press EP. And yeah, it's, it's a little bit changed up, this one. I'd say there's a bit of disco in there, dare I say that. Um, <laughs> it's brighter, it's twangier um it's got just i think a lot more experimentation but it certainly paid off because it's still just another brilliant addition to their catalogue and uh yeah they just get better and better they do their songs just seem to get better and i i particularly love this album because it came out right at the start of lockdown or you know when lots of people were pulling their albums and saying actually we're not going to put this out we're not going to put this out um they went ahead and put it out and it kind of it really helped us for it to come out when it did and we sold so many of it. Um, and I just love them. They're so good. I mean, we're hoping they'll be over next year and we'll be doing some installs when they're over. But, you know, who knows? Yeah. But in the meantime, we can just listen to this on repeat. 
yeah. um, and we've got a amazing exclusive i think it's a demos it is yes it's four tracks four demos from the album and they're not in any way inferior to the versions on the album they're kind of just a bit scratchier a bit aurora almost sound like you know nikki sudden or dan tracy from television personalities so kind of going back in time a bit but um i mean they're just so great i saw them live must have been last year and i just love them the sort of the, the vocals Everything about him is so great. Oh, yeah, the live show is something not to be missed, for sure. Yes, exactly. Um, so, yeah, the track I've chosen off this one is Falling Thunder, which I believe was one of the singles, but it's one of those tracks that you end up just singing along to. It's super catchy, and I think it's great. So here we go. To keep the story straight When you've been running close all night You've been dusting That was Rolling Blackout Coastal Fever. In at number nine, we have the wonderful debut on Secretly Canadian from Porridge Radio, uh, the album Every Bad. So Porridge Radio are wonderful. And actually, Wendy reviewed this record for our kind of albums of the year so far back in June. And I really like what she wrote about it. And I think it kind of sums up. So I'm just going to read that quote from her. So she says, Porridge Radio's intensity feeds on feelings turned sour that rise and fall in a range of escalated climatic moments. Like a bulimic heart who must purge and expel its emotions to make room for more, Margolin's sharpened nerves are used as a weapon against her personal demons. Porridge Radio Insta was the last Rough Trade Insta I went to before the pandemic kind of hit. And, oh man, it, she totally sucks you in. You're just kind of transfixed. She's an incredible live performer um, and the band brilliant too. So I'm really, really pleased this is on our top 10. And I think it will be on a lot of top 10s this year. Yeah, I mean, I love it. I, I, unfortunately, I missed that um, install. Um, but I wish I'd been there. I mean, and bless them, they've done this, uh, they put together um, a BBC session for us. So before the album came out, um, they went into some, a studio, I'm not sure which one it was, and recorded... Um, four tracks from the Every Bad album and um, we're putting them out on vinyl. I mean, it just sounds great. I saw her, we, you know, when they were doing the Mercury's, she was, they filmed everybody and I think it's just her on her own doing a song. I mean, just amazing. So yeah. compulsive, you know. You're right, it just really sucks you in. Yeah. It's brilliant. Um, mm. I love this record. I bought it straight away as soon as it came. <laughs> <laughs> and this was the song that hooked me. Um, so we're going to listen now to Porridge Radio and the track Sweet. My mum says that I look like a nervous wreck because I bite my nails right down to the flesh. And sometimes I am just a child writing letters to myself, wishing out loud you were dead and then taking it back. So that was Porridge Radio. Next up in at number eight, we have the wonderful Bedroom with their debut album, also entitled, but spelt slightly differently, Bedroom. Um, so these guys are from Hull, I believe. They're a five piece. 
Um, and this album is a dream poppy, shoegazy, ethereal wonder album, in my opinion. It's so, so good. Um, kind of took me off guard because I hadn't really, I wasn't really aware of them before this record came out. But it is just so good. It's described as an unintentional concept album running through the different stages of a breakup set against the backdrop of the ups and downs of your early 20s. They also did a wonderful Rough Trade transmission for us way back when the record came out and it went like, it just went crazy. For some, for a band who were a debut and I guess potentially little known to a lot of people, they performed this socially distanced gig um, in kind of like a garden outside, I presume one of their houses. And it was just brilliant. And I think it has something wrapped up something like over 100,000 views and counting today. So go check that out if you didn't check it out already. But thank you to them for that. And thank you to them for being a part of our list this year because I'm so pleased that they're on this. One of the yeah. few views, actually, I think, in our top 10. But very, very worthy. Yeah, I mean, they're amazing. I mean, that, that, it kind of, I wouldn't say it passed me by exactly because nothing on Sonic Cathedral really passes me by, but when is when we did the transmissions and suddenly you saw, saw all these people watching, you think, wow, there's yeah. something going on here. Yeah. And um, yeah, I love them. I mean, I love them. I think they're so good and I love the label. I love, you know, everything about them. And they've done, they've really kindly done us a live at the Nave for us. So it's, it's a five track EP that they recorded in August I think it is and it looks beautiful and it, I'm telling you now it's not going to last very long they're going to fly out um, as is the album they've done a colour on the album for us as well um, they're going to fly out yeah so the track I've chosen from this record is quite fittingly quite fittingly I should say titled A Reason to Celebrate and being part of our top 10 clearly is a reason to celebrate so uh, yeah here we go That was Bedroom. In at number seven, I think we have a very fitting band for number seven. Nige, I think it's... <laughs> sorry, yeah, sorry. I was in at number seven, yeah, sorry. I thought, what's she doing? This, that's number eight. No, sorry, I'm with you. Yeah, in at number seven, we got Pigs. Yes, Pigs, 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 that's seven times. Then number seven, that's just pure coincidence, I'll tell you now. But um, with their album, Viscerals, which is their third album, and, man, they... They're pumping, I tell you, these days. They are so good. I suppose that maybe they're the UK equivalent of the OCs or something like that. I mean, they are rocking. Um, I just love them. And the, sometimes, you know, you, you need some sort of like heads down, no nonsense rock and roll, don't you? And I think they really provide that. Um, yeah, but they, they also have a bit of the Melvins in their Sonic Youth, that sort of thing. And um, it was one of our albums of the month, actually. Um, whew, that might have been actually in April when it was. Yeah. Yeah, it was. that. So it's the first album during lockdown. And even during lockdown, I mean, it just flew out. I mean, obviously mail order, not in shops. But, um, you know, it, it just went so well. We were so pleased. Um, very happy for them as well. And when when it was our album of the month, they did um, the bonus CD with it was um, something called Off Cuts, 
which was uh, tracks, you know, tracks from all their all three albums and from this, just demo versions, live versions, stuff like that. Anyway, they've put it on vinyl for us. Again, this isn't going to last long. There's only a thousand of them. It's beautiful, purpley black vinyl, and um, yeah, they're going to go really well. I think the track I've chosen for uh, them that sums them up for me is a uh, crazy in blood, which is um, oh, you know. It says it says it sounds a bit like Twisted Sister, but I've got no idea if that's right or not. So I've never listened to Twisted Sister, um, but maybe I should because I love this track. So here we go. was pigs time seven with the mega sound they are so good so in at number where are we are now we're at number six, six. in yeah. at six and we have dream wife with the sophomore so when you gonna this was our album of the month in i want to say july yes it must have been july yeah just what that's right just when we just uh, reopened wasn't it yeah. yeah when we just kind of come back yeah I'm back from the brink um and this is truly a super confident utterly engrossing record from a band who are firmly at the helm of their own creative calling it's obviously once again the dream team of uh, raquel alice and bella and they're kind of the best thing about this record i think is that they recorded it with a completely all-female recording team including the producer and mixer the engineer the mastering engineer, it's just a full team of badass girls, which I think is such a cool statement. And, you know, they've always been very, very outspoken about women in music and, um, you know, inclusivity and things. So that's just wonderful. And yeah, they just inspire, promote and radiate those messages. And um, I think they're kind of, their undeniable friendship as a band and their super kind of dynamic creative output is really really infectious and i think you kind of can't miss them and these songs are really stirring they kind of punch and play um but they've also got a few more kind of tender songs on there as well um so i think it's a really good mixture and i think you know they're just again building on that debut that also was so great um so yeah i just think they're just going to get bigger and better yeah, I mean, I love them. And this album, I mean, it went top 20 in the real charts. I mean, that was just fantastic to see a band like them doing so well. I, yeah. mean, I, I mean, I love them. I think they're so good. Yeah. Um, I just love their attitude. I love everything about them. Yeah. Um, and they've uh, they've done a, a live album for us. Just before um, the album came out, they were, they did a small studio show for sort of friends, um, Peckham Audio, um, in January. And of course, they thought that was just like a warm up for the whole you know tour, whole year. Of course, it never happened. But um, anyway, they pressed that up for us on vinyl, which is um, oh, you know fantastic. I think it's going to go well. Yeah. It's an orange vinyl, neon orange vinyl, and um, it, I mean, it just sounds so great. I mean, there's an, and in actual fact, there's an unreleased song on there. There's songs from both albums and there's an unreleased song called Cheap Thrills on there. So, um, yeah, it's a cracker. So don't hang about on that one either. And the track I've chosen is Hasta La Vista. So here we go. <laughs> How many ways to say 
great song that is. Next up, we've got um, Jarvis, Jarv is, um, which again was, uh, well, in fact, no, it wasn't an album of the month. It was going to be an album, one of the albums of the month, but because um, everything moved around a bit, it didn't actually end up being one of our albums of the month, but hey-ho, it's one of our albums of the year. I mean, I mean Jarvis, I mean, what, what, what can I say that nobody hasn't said already? He's a genius. Um, we love him. I mean, he's just made so many great records. Um, this one's sort of quite, I mean, this is his first sort of proper album since Further Complications, which was 2009. So he's not over prolific, but um, he's always doing interesting things. And this is just another really interesting album. It's got Serafina Steer on there, who plays harp and um, keyboards. And um, they were originally formed just to play a, a player a show but i think they it went so well they decided to uh do an album and i mean i'm so glad they did it's such a great it's such a great album are you a fan em i am i interviewed jarvis for the podcast back when the record came out and yeah i really like it and i just love the fact that it came out of just some friends getting together and dabbling and then hey why don't we make this a record and exactly how successful it's been and he is one of those people that as much, like you say, it's not prolific. He d- isn't pumping stuff out every year, but I think he chooses his projects very carefully mm. and does it, keeps it, mixes it up enough so that it is always interesting and he's continually learning and kind of evolving himself. So he's probably the most interesting of the artists on our top 10, I would say. The most kind of, what's the word I'm looking for? Eclectic, should we say? Yes, yeah. Yes, it's funny you should say about him evolving as an artist because the track I've chosen is Must I Evolve, which is just such a banger. It was, I mean, it was around last year. It was a tough choice between Must I Evolve or House Music All Night, All mm. Night Long, which um, actually there's a version that they've done a 12-inch for us of the, the CD. So when the, the album came out originally, they did a bonus CD for us, which had some extra tracks on there from the film that Ian and Jane made for him. Uh, made about him or with him I'm not quite sure what it was but one of the there's an extra track on there also which is the um, house music all night long with a Chili Gonzalez remix on there which is you know that puts together two of my favourite artists I think Chili and Jarvis together it's just so great so but I'm not going to choose that track I'm going to choose Must I Evolve because that is also a great track and here we go Must I Evolve Yes 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 Must I Change Must I develop? Yes, 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 yes. Can I stay the same? No, 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 no. Must I grow up? Yes, 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 yes. Must I grow old? Yes, 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 yes. Must I join in? Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, I like that you mentioned Chile. I feel like Chile and Jarvis are kind of like scientists of music. <laughs> yes. Imagine an overcoat's just concocting different musical creations yes but not too spotty or no i mean they've got real soul not soul music but real um you know interesting hearts you know it comes from the heart doesn't it which is you know for me that's what i always like really in music um so next up we've got um what are we now number the tension is building number (laughs) four (laughs) number four um and another mercury nominated album um i don't know whether the mercury's this year were a bit more you know broader in scope or what i don't know but we've got two i think 
albums that were nominated for Mercury's and one that should have been as well. So that's three. But anyway, this one's Laura Marling, Song for Our Daughter. It's her seventh album. I mean, I don't know what I can say about Laura, really. I just think she's so fantastic. I mean, she just gets better and better, I think, doesn't she? I mean, she's incredible. And she just does... I just love the way she does things. You know, this album was meant to be coming out later on in the year, but she thought it'd be better to put out during the sort of the lockdown is to sort of, you know, keep people's spirits up. So she just dropped it out digitally, and then it came out physically later. And, yeah. um, I mean, it's just such a, a brilliant album you know Ethan Johns and uh, Don Monks you know were on it I'm not sure if they just produced it or played on it as well but um, yeah I mean it's great she's at a, she's on a new she's at a new home now sort of Christmas records and partisan records together put this out and you know they're both such great labels and she fits in there perfectly I think yeah. um, are you a fan Em? Are you a... yeah I've always been kind of a big supporter of uh, Laura. Obviously she did the project with Lump. That's um, right, yeah. Years ago now. And, you know, so again, I think she's just, I don't think she's ever done anything bad. She's, everything is always brilliant. And yeah. totally her own. And I think she just totally owns her kind of, all that field. Um, yeah. And she just, I mean, she goes her own way. Yeah. I mean, I think to me, she's like a new Joni Mitchell, really. I just think she just does things exactly how she wants to do them and doesn't take any crap from anybody. And yeah. she just does it. And I just love that kind of that focus. And, you know, it's all about the music. Um, I just think she's amazing. Yeah. And I mean, she uh, they've really kindly given us um, four songs taken from the album, um, stripped back versions that are coming out on a 10 inch. I mean, she's so good. Uh, the song I've chosen is actually, I mean, I know it's a bit obvious, but I mean, the, the title track from her album, Song for Our Daughter, is just, I mean, I just listen to it over and over on repeat. I mean, I do on the whole album, but this particular track, I just really love. So here we go. Though they may want you to tread in their trail only to see if the path they said fails though they may want you to take off your clothes whatever they think that the action exposed she's just so timeless i think she's a very timeless artist as she really is yes music for many centuries to come <laughs> yes Exactly. And then next up, we've got um, some somebody called Rina Sawayama, who should have been nominated for the Mercury Mercury's in my view, but she wasn't, she wasn't apparently, I mean, I, you know, I'm not a big, I mean, the Mercury's, I can take them or leave them, but um, she was, she couldn't be nominated because she was, she's Japanese, and although she's lived over here for years and years and years. But anyway, this album, Sawayama, is I mean, it's an unbelievable album. It's kind of crazy pop music, and it is all over the place yeah. um, in a really good way, really interesting way. Um, in the in the same way that you know Charlie XCX and you know PC music and people like that, are Sophie trying to do you know pop with a twist. I mean, I think she, I think Rena really succeeds. Um, 
she's just I mean so good yeah this was mega when it came out like the demand we had yeah it's crazy yeah yeah, I mean, I can remember when it was first, and it's, it's on Dirty Hit. I mean, I can't, I can't believe the strike rate they have. They are such a great label. They just do, it just put out records that sell, sell, sell. I mean, I can remember when we were first offered it, it the, the album was, there was a limited edition of, you know, 300 or something. Um, and the, the pre-sales just suddenly started ticking up, ticking up, ticking up. And we went up from 10 to 20 to 50 to 100. So hang on, we need 300 of this. We need all 300. Actually, we need 500. I mean, it was just like crazy. And um, bless her, Rena was tweeting about it. And yeah. just, <laughs> I mean, you know, she just sent everybody our way. We sold so many of it. And it still sells now. I mean, it's just, you know insane how well it sells and she's also done bless her we love her uh, uh and dirty hit a 12 inch for us of some remixes and it ties in quite nicely with our top 10 because um there's a couple of covers on there one one of a, a, a cover of dance in the dark by lady gaga keeping it in the family a cover of a some 1975 song but there's also a remix of um bad friend by dream wife who are just slightly below her in the charts so i kind of like that circularity in fact the track i've chosen is a uh, bad friend and this isn't absolutely typical of the album <laughs> but i don't think if there's one track that is typical of the album because it is so um you know diverse but anyway the track i've chosen is um bad friend here we go Bright Tokyo lies, nothing to lose. Summer of 2012, burnt in my mind. Hot, crazy, and drunk, five in a room. Singing our hearts out to Carly, sweating our eyes. Number two, getting exciting now. Um, it's, I mean, I think in any normal year, this would have been number one. Um, it is just such an amazing album. Um, but unfortunately for Phoebe Bridges, there was uh, something that was slightly better than this this year. But I mean, she is just so great. Um, she does so many different things. And sometimes you worry that, you know, maybe she'll lose her focus and, you know, she's doing this, that and the other, you know, I've seen it happen in the past where people go off and do films and c collaborations with other people and they kind of forget about the the main event. But I mean, she's just so talented. Um, this album, Punisher, it's her second solo album, but she's done a three, she's done one other solo album and two other collaborations. One with uh, I think Lucy Dacus and uh, Julian Baker and yeah. one with... Um, What's his name? Bright Eyes, Connor Opehurst. Um, but this one, I mean, it's just so good. I mean, it's kind of, it's, it's got humour in there. It's got um, songs, uh, songs that just, they're just so fantastic, really. I don't really know what else to say about it. Um, what do you say, Emily? Yeah, I love it. But I just love, I think it is about the music, but it's also about, She's got such a cult following from the music, but also just as a as a personality, I think. She's very unique, you know, she's very she's very real. She's not she's a megastar, but in kind of a girl next door kind of persona. 
like she's very relatable even though you know she's just got this insane fandom um and she just I think she's a complete entertainer she always keeps you entertained she's not afraid to kind of poke fun at herself or see the lighter side of life um but yeah as you say also incredibly talented and in a very kind of understated way I think um yeah I think she's brilliant I don't think there's anything she could put out that wouldn't be like reveled in even if she did like an arctic monkeys and did something totally just changed it up totally I think people would still completely lap it up I think there's so yeah. much you have so much confidence in her to do great things yeah I mean she's so focused I think um on what she's doing and how she's doing she's another of these strong women that you know this is what I'm doing this is how I'm going to do it and I, I mean I think when she did that playboy thing I don't think anybody knew anything about it nobody at the record label did she just did it and you know you just sort of think i, I mean i love her for that yeah um she's, you know, totally, bad. she's totally badass like yes <laughs> yes <laughs> um, yeah i mean i suppose that somebody like kate bush did that originally and maybe i mean this record doesn't sound like kate bush at all but maybe you know kate bush is an inspiration for all these uh, all these women who are you know doing things we can do this our way this is how we want to do it. I mean, it's great. Um, so they've done a, another, they've done a colour of the album for us, Punisher. They've also done um, four new versions of songs from the album. Um, and she collaborated with this guy, Rob Moose, who's worked with Sufjan, the National Bonnie Vare, Vampire Weekend. And they're kind of or- orchestral versions of uh, songs from the album. And they're just, oh, they're so great. They're kind of, luscious and um epic i mean it's fantastic there's only 1500 of them so don't hang around on that one either they're going to fly out yeah so special to have that i'm really excited I think. yes yes the track i've chosen i've chosen um is i know the end which is quite an epic track i mean she's just so great somewhere in germany but i can't place it man i hate this part of texas close my eyes fantasize three clicks and i'm home when i get back i'll lay around then i'll get up and lay back down romanticize a quiet life there's no place like that was the icon that is phoebe bridges which Brings us up to the number one spot. This is when we insert the drum roll, isn't it? <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, so our number one album for 2020 is, of course, it can only be Salt's incredible untitled Black Ears. Um, I do not think there has been an artistic statement this stirring, this staggering, this powerful in well I can't really think of anything that compares to it in recent years if I'm honest um it's a direct response to the murder of George Floyd and the ongoing racial discrimination that continues to be so prevalent in our society but it's an album of equal parts grace and charge it kind of maneuvers through these really disparate sub-genres to create a kind of magnificent medley of exaltation it's also an incredibly uplifting album um choosing a track of this is just a, a task too great um, because it's a bit like the Rena album you were saying like there is no one typical song it just it mixes up so much and everything is a new every track is a new experience um, 
So yeah, that was tough, but I have chosen one. But before um, we go into that, Nigel, have you got a few words to say about this album? Undoubtedly you do, because it is. Oh yeah, I mean, what can you say? I mean, uh, I think they're probably the most important band in the country at the moment. And of course, I love everything about them. I mean, obviously the main thing is about the music. I mean, you know, you were saying what an important album is. It's kind of a, it's a what's going on for our our times, I think. Um, Mm -hmm. And it's a UK version of what's going on. I just, but I also love the way that they've made it interesting. You know, nobody really knows who they are. I mean, it's Inflow produces it, but I mean, we don't really know who else is involved. I guess Cleo Sol is involved as a singer, but nobody knows. And I just love that, not the anonymity, but the, the making it cool, exciting. It's not, sometimes these days, too much is out there. There's too much information. And I just think it's great to have something that's kind of, cool exciting you know wow what's this who knows who what who, where they are and then they they've got another album coming out really soon um the the, qual- the quality is just so good the the i love you know i've always liked politics and music and um this isn't this is politics with a big piano little p i mean um, I just love them. I just think they're amazing. I just think this is such a great album. So, I mean, a really, a real worthy winner of our, you know, album of the year. And I imagine they'll be on the top spot of many more lists. And yeah, it's, it's great you mentioned, um, of course, the Untitled Rise album, which is part two of this project, which is equally magnificent. Um, yeah. But the reason it's not included specifically on our list, I have to say, is because there is no physical release yet. But to everyone, who may ask, please rest assured that we are fully aware of it and our praise of Black Is extends to Rise as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I mean, one of the things about them is we've never, the previous two albums, five and seven, we've never really had enough copies at any one time to really push it out. So uh, we're really happy to say we've got, we've got, you know, plenty of copies of both those albums and on coloured vinyl. So for lots of people out there who haven't been able to get hold of them up to now, we're going to have, you know, uh, five, seven and black is all on coloured vinyl. And I'm telling you now, they are not going to last very long. They will just fly out. So um, yeah, don't snooze on these. I mean, I mean, they're just such a great band. I love them. Yeah, they are brilliant. So congratulations to them whoever you are wherever you are Um, and the track that i've chosen is probably what i well the one i personally feel is perhaps the most poignant on the album which is hard life there we have it that wraps our albums of the year top 10 for 2020 yep i hope everybody has enjoyed it as much as we have enjoyed putting it together um of course we hope everyone is keeping safe and i think Really, it's, yeah, like what we said at the beginning, music has totally been kind of the tonic for this year. And I think we can all just kind of try and be positive and hope that 2021 brings a little spark of uh, normality back and, you know, progress a little bit and kind of reflect and move on in a great way and music can come back. Yeah, we've got to be positive, you know, hopefully we'll be able to go and see some, you know, live football and live cricket and live gigs next year. <laughs> <laughs> I miss them all, I'd say, especially gigs, you know, it's just like, you know, seeing all your friends, all those people, all that live music, you know, watching it on the internet is one thing, but, you know, it's just going out and seeing your friends, isn't it, really? But, you know, it'll be back, it'll be back. 
It will. It is not the end. It will be back. That's really important to remember. And I think the biggest thing I've learned this year through doing this podcast anyway and talking to people is that music and musicians and just art in general has an incredible ability to adapt and kind of maintain its kind of presence, even though, you know, there's been all these barriers and restrictions. So that's been amazing to see. And I think, you know, throw anything at us and it won't go away. So yeah exactly and you know i know next year is already shaping up to be a good one in terms of music we've already got some uh, fantastic you know albums of the month booked in already um so i know it's going to be off to a banger i'm not going to tell you what it is but it's a <laughs> great album i'm telling you now <laughs> cool well thank you nige we hope that you will we will see you back on the podcast very very soon i'm sure in the new year um, but to everybody listening, thank you so, so much. Thank you for supporting Rough Trade in 2020. And we will catch you yeah. very soon. Yeah, and thank you for all the artists and bands who've made it such a great year and for supporting us. It's, we really appreciate it. It's fantastic. It's a hard life. Fight against the weak. It's a Help to support what we do. So if you like what you hear, then please rate us on iTunes.